there were, there were people uh, Friday night who were already a part of, um, of the work of the IRC. There were a number of people who were introduced to the work for the first time. Um, we had a chance to hear from a few different people who, uh, their, whose stories really um, demonstrate and, uh, and exemplify the, the work that, that we get to do. Um, and I was just, yeah, I was just so humbled by, by many of your involvement. Um, Gene is here. Gene, thank you so much for all your work. Um, Gene brought toast for us to toast the, the great night. And so if you haven't had toast yet, you're welcome to toast. Um, and I love that because it's, it's, it's worth celebrating. It's really good work is worth celebrating. Um, and um, yeah, it was just a, it was a great night. Um, this week was All Saints Day. Uh, on Wednesday was All Saints Day. So I want you to, we're going to start, before we jump into this passage, um, think in your minds right now of someone who comes to mind when you think of All Saints Day. When you think of people from your past, people from your life, who you would, would um, you would say demonstrated um, what it means to follow Christ, what it means to um, follow God and know God in the way of Christ. Um, who are those people? Um, that, that's a rhetorical question this morning. Who are those people that, um, that come to your mind? I want you to hold them in your mind as we, uh, as we look at Matthew 23 together. Jesus, in Matthew, he has called his disciples to um, a life of, of the law, a law of love, demonstrating the Beatitudes we looked at. Um, he's called his disciples to love their neighbor, um, but to also love their enemy. Um, his disciples is us, Amen. Come on, that was weak. Yeah, we need to wake up here. All right. Um, he has said to us, his disciples, come to me, all you that are weary, carrying heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen? Amen. Um, he said in chapter 22 that the greatest commandment is to love God and to love other people. This is the one we follow. This is the one for whom or to whom people give their lives who we might consider saints that we're remembering today. Chapter 23 Jesus kind of lets um, the Pharisees have it. Um, but where he's headed, and I want us to hold this in mind, where Jesus is headed as we look at a few of these woes, um, is that Jesus is calling to himself um, a humble people, a people who serve. And he's calling us there um, 
on the way to that by naming a few warnings, giving us some warnings. Um, Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, the scribes, the Bible teachers, um, the Pharisees, the serious, Aaron invited us to consider, um, sit on Moses' seat. Moses, the teacher of the law, right? The one who brought in the law. Um, Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it. But do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others, but they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their prayer boxes broad and their kind of scarfy things um, long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues. Who's got the best seat today? Is the back row the best seat? I think the back row might be the best seat because that's where everyone races when they get here. Um, And to be greeted. I'm calling you out, people. Yeah, I know. I was in the back. I know. No, Rob's in the back, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and have people call them rabbi. Some warnings here that Jesus gives us um, on the way to a call towards humility um, and and service. Um, He starts by kind of Pointing out the law is important, right? Like, listen to what the people who teach the law are saying. Um, I swore I would never, as a parent, say or think, do what I say, not what I do, right? Um, I don't think I've said it. I might have. Um, I certainly think it. Um, This is what... Jesus is warning that the, the scribes and the Pharisees um, are about. Jesus comes from a position of weakness. He has no authority, um, official authority. He comes um, with God's authority, but that's a, th- a, a position of weakness. Um, and he says, do, do what they do, or excuse me, do what they say. Um, what they're suggesting, I've come to fulfill, Jesus says, right? I've come to fulfill the law. Um, And to the ones who would follow Jesus, they're the ones that would indeed, this law of love, um, that they would follow. And he kind of, he gives like three examples of what these Pharisees and scribes are about that he is cautioning his followers. Now, it must be said, this, this passage and passages like it have been brutally misused um, at points um, on people of the Jewish faith by Christians. And so we need to just name that. Like these have been used in pretty tragic ways. But the best way to avoid that 
is for us to read this as, what can we learn from this as people who follow Christ? How do we put this, take these cautions and warnings on upon ourselves? The first thing Jesus says is that they tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on the shoulders of others. But they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. Jesus is the one who's, who's called the disciples to um, really hard things. Called the disciples, his disciples and the people to um, sacrificial living. Um, but, but his burden is light, right? And his yoke um, is light. There's a couple things I, I hear in this of, of, of warning. One is, is that of kind of theological and political um, ranting, I guess. Um, um, theological and political rhetoric um, that's so easily thrown around without, uh, by all of us, by people in general, without um, have lived follow-up. This is a caution. Um, ideals. And ideals are good. Ideals are like things we hope for, right? But ideals without embodied experiments embodied um, attempts at living those out, um, I think we're, we're cautioned against here. I have this amazing tendency to judge myself by my intentions and to judge you by your actions, right? <laughs> to judge myself by what I intend to do and, 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 and kind of imagine I'm doing, you know, and to judge others, um, by actions, which for all of us are, are inadequate for some of the ideals that we hold, right? I think Jesus warns us against that. Um, he warns not just um, about placing these things on people, but not like lifting a finger to come alongside people. So I don't, I don't think the problem is, right? He said, listen to what they say. The problem is not to hold to amazing ideals and hopes. The challenge or the warning is, to place those as burdens on people without coming alongside one another and saying, hey, let's move towards these together. Um, and he's done, he's, he's taught us about this with conflict, right? In Matthew 18. The ideal is not, is, is fine of reconciliation and forgiveness, but like, let's come alongside each other and, and kind of move there uh, together. Something I want to ask myself, find myself potentially judging or critiquing or, or whatnot, whatever. Um, am I putting, is there something I can learn about myself I'm judging others with? Am I like 
defending myself somehow or taking my, my gaze off of myself by saying, oh, so-and-so needs to do this better. Or can you believe, like, so-and-so did that? Uh, maybe the first question is, is there something I need to learn there? Um, the second thing they, Jesus warns us on the way towards humility and service, he warns about Pharisees and scribes who do their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their prayer boxes broad and their kind of like religious cloaks long. The word be seen is where we get the word theatrical. These Pharisees seem to have no sense of Jesus' um, kind of exhortation to, to practice our piety, practice our faith in secret. Um, and so they, they make their, their religious um, activities and um, clothes big and, and long and visible. Um, and we need to be careful. We have liturgical brothers and sisters who find great meaning in, um, and we find great meaning in, in some um, types of, of dress and symbols. I don't think that's what Jesus is getting at, but it's this doing whatever we do that we might be seen um, that he's warning against because, if, because God wants to humble people. Um, this, is, this is an easy warning to to land in a world of social media and um, Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram or, you know, you name the medium. Um, and I just wonder, like, what's a, what's a question I could ask myself as I post things? Like, is this about sharing joy with my friends? Yeah. <laughs> um, or is this about self-exaltation? Um, is this about... Pride, being seen by others, um, and being slow to judge when other people post something, and I go, "Oh, that's self-exaltation." That's what I mean by like maybe there's something in me um, when I'm quick to quick to judge. But we have a culture of self-promotion, right? Beyond social media, even our employment um, is largely can can slip into that. Um, how do we come alongside each other and navigate all that? Jesus warns, they do their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their, oh, excuse me, they love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to have people call them rabbi. Um, this quest for honor to be like great is probably the primary um, challenge that the disciples face throughout the Gospels, right? I mean, there's just like hundreds of stories where they're literally saying, ooh, could, who's going to get the seat of honor, right? Who's going to get the seat at the right or to the left? Um, Jesus combats this, this temptation for greatness, over and over and over again. And here in this, in this teaching on, again, what does it mean to be humble people, a people who serve? Um, this is a caution. Greatness, the desire for greatness. 
is a temptation. Um, but Jesus offers a better way, and this is what I want to spend the last time thinking about. Um, we can pick these examples apart till we're, we're blue in the face. He goes on, he says, you're not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you are all students, or you're all brothers and sisters. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. You're not to be called rabbi, for you have one teacher, and you're all students. Um, People are going to teach the Bible around here. I'm doing it kind of right now. Um, Others do it. I think Jesus is saying, be very careful with honorary titles. Um, be very careful. Um, now, in some contexts, avoiding titles can also be a kind of self-display, if that makes sense. Like, if I go into some contexts and they start, they're calling me Pastor Josh, I've learned that if I try, I, I try to push that off to the side, I'm putting myself on display, <laughs> which I think is the spirit of, of what Jesus is getting at. So this is tricky stuff. Um, but that's not the shirk in a context like ours. Honorary titles, um, I, don't, I don't know that that... Beware, be leery of those, Jesus says. Um, there's one teacher among us. There's one uh, Messiah, he says later, among us. Um, Maybe for our our sake, we are all students together. We are all brothers and sisters learning what it means to be a humble people who follow Jesus. Um, To me, that gives gives me great grace for you and hopes that you would have great grace for me, um, that we are all learning what this is all about. We don't have the answers. We don't have it figured out. Um, of course, communities like ours are going to have to structure themselves. They're going to have to create, like, work, figure out what's the work that needs to be done and name who is going to do that work. Um, but we, we have one teacher uh, who is Jesus Christ. Call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. That's kind of, what are we going to have our kids call us? Those of us who are dad, is dad okay? Um, What's going on there? Um, It's a, 
it's a caution, I think, to um, kind of power and roles um, for the sake of the role. Um, there's one Father in heaven, creator of heaven and earth, all that is seen and unseen. Um, and Jesus says if, if we're going to have a humble, a humble people, a people who serve, um, we have this one Father who is our Heavenly Father, the Father of Jesus. Um, so be careful, Josh, with, listen to me, boys, because I'm your dad, you know, that kind of thing. Or, listen to me because I'm your teacher, or listen to me because I'm your boss, or how do we be a humble people, a people who serve? As I was reading this, I was thinking, we're a people who like to read, or at least talk about liking to read. I, I think I talk about liking to read more than I read. Um, what would I do? What would it do for me to... I think this is a call to prayer over academic pursuit and achievement. If we have one father, and one heavenly parent, one mother... However you want to, one heavenly parent. How, what is it? Is that, it, might that be a, a call to pray before we go look for the answer from some expert? Before we go look for the commentary to open up some theological idea or, or, or some passage of scripture? Um, or leaders, for you have one leader, instructor, the Messiah. Um, I think Jesus is condemning the Pharisees and the scribes not because they don't acknowledge him as Messiah, but because the way they follow law or don't follow law, they teach law but don't follow it, keeps them from acknowledging him as Messiah. And the disciples have a distinct advantage over the Pharisees here because these disciples are the ones, the humble ones who came and followed Jesus, this humble one. They have no status. They have no titles. Um, I think we should beware of status. Because it keeps us from being able to acknowledge Jesus as Messiah. Religious status, financial status, social status, educational status, what, whatever status um, you want to talk about. Um, we, we have status. You're going to have status. Like This is not a like, get away from it kind of thing. But Jesus is saying, be, be cautious. If you want to be a humble people, a people who serve, a people who follow, who follow him. Um, if you want to be 
great will be, they'll be your servant. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled. All who humble themselves will be exalted. Serve each other. Show empathy to one another. Be the best in each other, even as we call one another towards obedience to God's law of love. Um, um, the Dodgers were humbled this week. Um, I slept in till 9.30 yesterday. I haven't done that in 10 years. I'm not joking, Ari. And I don't think it was because of the fundraiser. I think it was because of my mild depression from the Dodgers losing um, this week. One of our religious tactics um, for cheering the Dodgers on was to play the walk-up song of each batter that came to, to the plate. Um, so Justin Turner's was Shape of You and... Um, uh, I, I could name a few others, but Cody Bellinger's um, was um, humble. Uh, something like that. Be humble. Yeah, that, that's something like that. The irony of that was you know, not lost on me. Um, how do we humble ourselves? Um, I think we worship. We worship God. Acknowledging there's one teacher, there's one father, there is one mother, there is one instructor or leader. And we need to do that together every week. Um, we need to worship. Um, and there's this vital connection between worship and justice. Um, acknowledging that justice, whether it's in Puerto Rico or in um, an IRC fundraiser or right here in our own communities, like, this work is, is not our achievement. It's what God is doing. Um, I think confession is an important piece of humility and, and being a people who serve. And so we pray. We do prayers of confession together. Um, but to pray on our own and to just confess, not in a... Yeah, just to confess, to name ways that we aren't humble and, and servants. I think a way towards humility and service is to remember the saints. My guess is that the people, the people who came to your minds um, are people who were humble people who served. So this week, remember, remember the saints as gifts from God, those who call us to um, humility and, and service.
And Sonia, Sonia prayed this today in our prayers. Like there are so many in this room. He's right back there. He's in the greatest seat back there in the back. <laughs> There's so many people in this room um, who give and give and give and give. I just would say be encouraged. Let's not find status in that. Let's not find um, honorary titles in that. But let's be encouraged. Because um, God is, is doing that among us. We're going to come to the table now together. Welcome back, kids. Why don't you all find a seat with a friend or your parents? We're waiting on confirmation, is that right? Yeah. Kids, if you could have a seat, we are going to celebrate this meal together. On the night when Jesus was betrayed, he was with his friends, the disciples, and after giving thanks, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body that is broken for you. And likewise, after supper, he took the cup and said, this is the cup of the new covenant that is shed for you. And as often as you eat this bread or drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. You proclaim God's humility and servant nature um, until He returns. And I'm going to invite the servers to come up. Kids, adults, all of us, we're going to celebrate this meal together um, as we follow um, our humble king. I'm quite sure there's going to be some leftovers. So I want us to celebrate um, God's work among us together in that. But let's do that as we share with one another. So we'll have some people up here to, to help spread out the extras making sure everybody who wants one gets some, okay? Let's pray. Living God, make us um, a humble people. Create um, in us a heart to serve your kingdom and to serve one another. Protect us from those things that you warn us with today. Um, 
may we find great joy in serving one another and serving you and in the work that you call us to. Feed us, fill us um, through your body and your blood here this morning. It's the name of Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen.